Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 741 of the Juicebox Podcast. Sergio is on the show today. He is the father of a young child living with type 1 diabetes, and he's here to share his story with us. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Let me take this opportunity to ask you to go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox and fill out the survey. Every completed survey at t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox benefits people living with type 1 diabetes. It also helps the podcast. The T1D Exchange is looking for surveys from U.S. residents who have type 1 diabetes or who are the caregiver of someone with type 1. This is completely HIPAA compliant, absolutely anonymous, will take fewer than 10 minutes and helps everybody, including you. t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box. It's a great way to be involved in type one research right from your sofa. This episode of the juice box podcast is sponsored by InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Please go to InPenToday.com to learn more and get started today with the InPen. The podcast is also sponsored by Touched by Type 1. Go to touchedbytype1.org to learn more about my favorite diabetes charity. The podcast is also sponsored by U.S. Med. U.S. Med is the place where we get Arden's diabetes supplies, and you could too. Go to usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514 to get your free benefits check from U.S. Med. I am Sergio. I am 33 years old and I am uh, the father of Stefan, who is uh, almost four years old and uh, he's, been, uh, he's been a diabetic since uh, the age of uh, two years old. Since he's two? Almost. How, how old is Stefan now? His birthday is on the 2nd of March and uh, he was diagnosed in uh, 2018 uh, in November just a, a few months before his birthday. So he's coming up on four years with diabetes? Yes. And how no, old? no, two, two years, Excuse two me. years with diabetes. Excuse me, two years. And how old is he? He's almost four years old. Um, um, in one month, he will be four, zero, four years old. Gotcha. Wow. Well, that's pretty young to be diagnosed, that's for sure. Yes. You know, I just reached out to a person today uh, to try to get someone on the show who's five-month-old has diabetes. And uh, that seemed crazy to me. So hopefully she'll be able to come on and talk about it. But um, where do you live? Uh, we are living in uh, Bucharest, uh, Romania, in Eastern Europe. Is that where you're from originally? Yes. My parents are from Bucharest, and uh, I, I'm also living here. Is there any history of autoimmune in your family? Um, after Stefan was diagnosed, I, I researched this because also the doctors at the, at the hospital were, 
we're asking this if anybody in the family has diabetes and nobody has diabetes type 1 but my mother she's she has uh, Hashimoto's she has uh, an autoimmune disease yeah. with her thyroid so she and, your mom has Hashimoto's your son has yes. type 1 you couldn't find anything else like celiac or um not not uh, like that, that I know of and uh, I I don't think anyone has anything else because they they all lived long lives and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's a it must have been a shock, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. So, how did you figure out that Stefan had diabetes? Um, I, I I knew the symptoms of uh, diabetes, but I didn't know what diabetes means. I didn't know that it was such a horrible disease and that you must t- take care of it your whole life. Uh, I knew that if uh, somebody has to go to the bathroom a lot and uh, they're thirsty most of the time, they even must have diabetes. And I, I, we went to his doctor and I requested uh, some kind of uh, analysis that, that could... Uh, indicate to us if, if he has diabetes. Do you know what they did to check? Uh, well, they, 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 were, they weren't so concerned about this, and uh, they, they said we should go to a laboratory and they will take some blood. And we did this, and uh, we went home. They went to sleep, my, my wife and uh, Stefan. And uh, during that night, they, they started calling from the blood uh, laboratory because mm-hmm. they they found out the result and it was uh, around uh, 600 uh, milligra- milligrams per deciliter wow so they did they have you come right to a hospital we they told us to to call an ambulance and uh, the ambulance picked uh, my son up and uh, they went to the the hospital that is specialized specialized in uh, in uh, diabetes and he was put on IV immediately with uh, glucose and insulin, and he was uh, st- stabilized in the next uh, few days. Okay. Uh, do you have any other children? No. No? How, how old are you? Uh, thir- 33 years old. 33. So you were just in your early, you were just 30, 31 when he was diagnosed. Yes. First child. A few days after my birthday. Well, and happy, I'm, happy I'm birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> that's that's insane. So how long does he stay in the hospital for? Um, usually one has to stay around one week in order to learn uh, the main principles of diabetes in order, in order to learn how to bolus, how to uh, take some big blood from the fingers and but uh, they, they 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 stayed around ten days because they wanted to learn more. My my wife and uh, my son. Is that um, how does health insurance work for you? Is that is that something you pay for from your own money? Do you have insurance? Does the state pay for it? How does it go? Uh, in Romania, everyone uh, who is um, employed has uh, universal health health insurance. Okay. Your you pay f- from your salary. Uh, the the taxes are automatically collected, and you are insured. I see. And uh, and people who are not employed, such as minors and uh, students, they are also covered by the universal uh, healthcare system. Oh, that's this is a very very good thing. 
No kidding. Yeah, that's wonderful. So who's not covered? Um, people of working age who aren't employed? Where are they? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, people who are not employed, but if they pay their taxes, they can be insured. And how about the elderly? Uh, they're also uh, insured. That's amazing. Based on because they have a pension and they they're automatically insured. Yes. So how does um, how do they set you up for management? Are you using insulin pens, needles? Do they give you a pump? How do they think about it? There? Uh, they gave us um, pens, Novo Rapid pens, and uh, they put us they put us on. Uh, Fast-acting insulin and uh, low, uh, slow-acting insulin, Levemir, mm-hmm. Levemir, and Novo Rapid, and and just a meter to test with. Yes, the the meter you you also use the the Contour Next One meter. Oh well, wonderful! I'm glad it's getting around. Um, <laughs> so, how did you find? I mean, two years old, he couldn't have weighed much, right? Uh, yes, I think he was around. Uh, 13 or 14 kilograms. Gotcha. I'm going to do my little math here. So you come home, no real idea about this, although they, your wife and, and your son stayed longer to learn more. Who takes on the responsibility? Is it your wife or do you share it? Um. <laughs> My, 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 my wife was staying with him uh, at the time she was at home and she continued to stay with him. And uh, uh, during the day, she she was managing his diabetes. And in the evenings and the, during the weekends, I I took on this job. Okay, to give her a break. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, do and, you- and during my hospital stay, I spoke with a doctor and uh, they told me that we could apply for a pump after, after six uh, months. This this was the this is the uh, legal requirement. After six months of uh, diabetes, you can apply for uh, a free uh, pump and a free sensor from the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only supplier of uh, such things is uh, Medtronic. Right? Did you apply? And, uh, no, because I knew that this that the uh, pump with a wire would be difficult for him since he was uh, he was uh, only a toddler. Mm-hmm. And uh, I joined a local uh, Facebook group uh, regarding diabetes, and I found out that there were other options. Absolutely. But these were not uh, these were not uh, paid by by our insurance because they're not officially in our country. I see. So there are Dexcom and Omnipod. Omnipod, Yes. Were you able to obtain them? Uh, I managed to obtain uh, first the sensors because the the doctor told us that we could first buy Medtronic sensors and afterwards they will be paid by the state, but they were very expensive and the Medtronic transmitters were very expensive and also the sensors and I... I also found out that they were not so they were not so reliable as the Dexcom ones, mm-hmm. so I decided to buy Dexcom uh, G6 sensors. So, are are you? I mean, how are you? We, able to we, we, we used the the blood glucose meter for only two months, and afterwards we 
we you moved to switched to the CCD. yeah we moved on to the glucose sensors is that a burden for you financially uh it is because i know i could i can obtain uh, the metronic sensors and uh, but they're not they're not so they're not so reliable and i i can also i, I can't uh, loop with them and that's another reason i i i cannot use them okay well i i mean that's fascinating that you were able to find them do you i mean do you get them through the internet do you have to travel to get them how do you obtain them i mean you don't have to be super specific but i'm just interested in how you're able to do that uh, we get them from another country there are also some uh, local suppliers but they are more expensive so it's cheaper to get them from abroad and uh, even if, even if we have to pay shipping it's uh, it's cheaper than buying them uh, in romania i understand um wow that's something how is how's your son doing He's doing fine. Yes, we we are looping with Omnipod and uh, Dexcom, and uh, he has a, a GMI. I don't know what GMI stands for, but the that approximation of a of in clarity that the yeah they the, call it pres- glucose management indicator. Yeah, he has a GMI of 6.2 for the last uh, 90 days. The standard deviation is about uh, 50 milligrams per deciliter. Yeah. He has no eating restrictions. You're doing terrific. That's really wonderful. Um, we have spikes because he, we, we never know how much he's going to eat. And one day he will eat uh, a lot of one thing and the next day he will, he will eat less. So I, I, some, I always pre bolus, but I sometimes get it wrong. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I sometimes get it wrong too. I think everyone sometimes gets it wrong. How, how do you find yourself talking to me? I found your podcast in uh, 2020 during the COVID pandemic. I started listening to it, but somehow I I didn't think it was right for me because um, it, your podcast is uh, in general Amer- American oriented and uh, I couldn't get all of the inside jokes or all of the, uh, the st- manner of speaking. Yeah, my stupidity mm. doesn't translate well. No, but- <laughs> no. No, no, but but I didn't have all the tools and all of the knowledge, and uh, it, I was still in my infancy regarding diabetes, and uh, I left it. And uh, then a, a more months passed, and uh, I understood some things by myself, and I I, I reapproached your podcast, and I understood that uh, what you are doing is uh, universally correct regarding diabetes it applies and if you're using insulin it doesn't. yeah it applies to everyone in the world right well oh that's so i well i'm i'm really grateful how did you but initially how do you find it are you searching on the internet or somebody tells you about it yeah i was uh, searching on the internet to things about diabetes tools i joined the the main groups cgm in the cloud looped Uh, i started uh, reading about loop i had 
I acquired the pumps in the in the first trimester of uh, 2020, but we didn't uh, use the pumps because we had to go to a hospital and it was very difficult during that time. And we said we should wait uh, more in order to see what's happening. Right. Because most of the hospitals were were busy with COVID and we couldn't f- find the right time to yeah it, to it's, go there it's hard to want to go to a hospital during during covid if you don't have covid um i think that's a that's universal as well we're actually seeing in america now that people were putting off other health issues and so a lot of the a lot of the traffic that we're seeing at hospitals right now is for things that people were just waiting on because they didn't want to go in right away so i think that's a fairly common decision how long has right. your how long has your son been wearing a pump at this point uh, i think it's almost one year in 2021 in january we went to this doctor and uh, they helped us uh, put the, the few the the, the 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 first pumps and afterwards uh, we we were doing uh, insulin uh, therapy with a pump and uh, but i was growing uh, in um, impatient because I didn't uh, like to wake up during the night and uh, go to the PDM and bowls or uh, stop the basils. So one day I took uh, his phone, I installed Looped, and <laughs> I told my wife that from now on we will be using this uh, software, this algorithm. Did you have the um, the technical know-how? Was it not much trouble for you to make the Loop app and, and put it on your phone? It, uh, it wasn't that difficult because the documentation is uh, really well well written and uh, i was able to follow the steps and i read about the, the problem that might arise on the groups so it wasn't that difficult your... but it was difficult it was difficult to to persuade my wife that this is the right way to go because <laughs> because it's something you got off the internet or because or because you were giving uh, I... a three-year-old a cell phone <laughs> <laughs> He was already using the iPhone because the, um, we don't have a, a, a CGM uh, receiver. We were using the iPhone as a as a receiver for the Dexcom. But she 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 was not very happy because she didn't uh, she ha- didn't read the documentation. She hadn't time hadn't uh, had the time to prepare to 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 see what what uh, what loop is and how how one is supposed to use it. Yeah, it's a leap to to um when you first find it, it's a leap for sure to trust something that you're just. I mean, I I feel like I always have to put in the episodes in case people don't understand that Loop is a do-it-yourself uh, algorithm, and it just it exists online. You can just download it and use it. It was written by people who have diabetes or love somebody who has diabetes. It's not um it's not produced by a company, and it it hasn't been any through through any testing with the FDA here in America or any other body, you know, around the world. So you're, you're jumping in on faith, but it does work really well. And if you could figure yes. out how to, how to create that app and get it on your phone, um, you, you know, it, it's really just, it, it, there's nothing like it so far that I've seen. I, I have a lot of hope for Omnipod five. Uh, we just, just, they just discussed it, uh, on the show four days ago as it was cleared by the FDA. Um, but, you know, loops a loops a lifesaver for sure. 
I'm I'm fascinated yeah. that all of that stuff makes it to Europe because it's not sold there, or is it? It's sold some places, but not in Romania. So Omnipod uh, exists some places over in in your part of the world. Yes, Omnipod is present in all of the Western European countries, the developed countries: Germany, France, Spain, Italy, the Nordic countries in the UK, but not in uh, but not in all of uh, Eastern Europe. Okay, and, and that also applies to Dexcom. In the meantime, since I've written uh, the email to you, I, I I've seen that Dexcom has launched a new service in uh, Eastern Europe called Dexcom Dexcom One, and uh, they sell um, Dexcom G6 sensors uh, at a cheaper price. The app is uh, not so; it doesn't have all of the options as the main uh, as the normal Dexcom G6 app. You don't have followers. But you can loop with the sensors, and they have the same precision. So that's all, all you need. Would you and you would, but you would like that other functionality, I imagine, the followers and. No, uh, not really. really. I would be very happy if they all, if they also launched this service in uh, in Romania. Okay. Our neighbors in the south, in Bulgaria, they they got this new service, and they are officially supported by Dexcom. They could. They can go to the App Store and download the Dexcom G6 app or the Dexcom One app, and they can buy locally the sensors. This is great. Yeah. I mean, perhaps it's – I've never spoken to them about it, but maybe it's spreading. Maybe they're finding a way to to move it around the world, which is, is incredibly needed. Um, you know, it's just – People, because people are already buying in Romania Dexcom sensors, and uh, if Dexcom were to come – they could also participate in the state uh, public uh, tenders. They could sell to the state sensors because the, the state, they, we have a national diabetes program. Uh, and uh, the only supplier we have is Medtronic. Yeah, well, Medtronic's a, it's a huge company. So they, I think, I mean, if I'm guessing, they can absorb the cost easier of spreading the product out, whereas smaller companies might have a little bit of trouble you know, with that overhead as you're expanding. I mean, I'm guessing, I don't really know. Uh, maybe I'll ask them sometime to really talk about the process and, and how they get into new areas. It's uh, it's really, fa- I mean, because you really are, being in Romania, you're sort of just right in the middle of Eastern Europe, right? You're are, you're not landlocked, yes. but you're close. No, 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 We're, we are not landlocked. We have access to the Black Sea, and we are surrounded by countries that seem to have one of these... Uh, two suppliers, either Dexcom or Omnipod. And I don't understand why they're not coming here because there, there is a huge demand for their products. Okay. People well, uh, I'll tell you what, the would next like time, to use them. The next time I speak to somebody, I'll bring it up and and uh, and see if I can. I mean, I'm not saying I'm talking right to the top, but I'll put it in somebody's head that they're missing a, they're missing a country in, in the middle of a place where they, they're pretty much covered otherwise. So, I mean, there's got to be some... You have to imagine if they're everywhere else around you, there's, there's got to be something that's holding them back that is out of their control. You wouldn't imagine that they would just skip one country in, a, in an area, you know. Um, I'll have to find out, see what we can figure out. Yes, It's interesting. I mean, the, the products are, are being sold here by third-party suppliers, by the, but the, the, uh, Dexcom and Omnipod, they're not officially present here. I cannot go to the Romanian app store and download the app. I have to register on the in a different country in order to download the app. And 
I mean, the products are here, but they're not officially here. And that's the problem. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, uh, you mentioned in your in your note to me that you have uh, a fair amount of guilt about your son's diagnosis. And I was wondering when you began to notice it and how it's impacted you and if you've had any luck working through it. Today's episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. InPen is an insulin pen that offers some of the functionality that you've come to expect from an insulin pump. I know you're thinking, oh, Scott, please tell me more. Well, I will. Yes, the InPen is a pen, but it also has an application that lives on your smart device. This app shows you your current glucose levels, meal history, dose history, an activity log, glucose history, active insulin remaining, a dosing calculator, and reports that you and your physician can use while you're trying to decide what your next step is. Well, 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 it's not just an insulin pen. Now is it? InPenToday.com. That's where you're going to find out more information and get started. If you're ready to try the InPen, just fill out the form at InPenToday.com. Or do some more reading. There's actually some videos you can check out, too, about the dosing calculator, the dose reminders, carb counting support, and the digital logbook. So if you want to lighten your diabetes management load, but you're not ready for an insulin pump, InPen is probably right for you. InPenToday.com InPen also offers 24-hour technical support, hands-on product training, and online educational resources. And here's something else that you'll find at InPenToday.com that is actually very exciting. Now, this offer is for people with commercial insurance, and terms and conditions do apply. But you may pay as little as $35 for the InPen. And that's because Medtronic Diabetes does not want cost to be a roadblock to you getting the therapy you need with InPen. $35. How crazy is that? InPenToday.com InPen requires a prescription and settings from your healthcare provider. You must use proper settings and follow the instructions as directed, or you could experience high or low glucose levels. For more safety information or to get started today, you can go to InPenToday.com. Have you found that getting your diabetes supplies can be a pain in the butt? I have too. But not any longer. Because now we're getting Arden's diabetes supplies from U.S. Med. To get a free benefits check, just call 888-721-1514 or go to usmed.com forward slash juice box. U.S. Med has served over 1 million diabetes customers since 1996. And they want you to know that they're offering you better service and better care than you're getting now. U.S. Med always provides 90 days worth of supplies and fast and free shipping. They carry everything from insulin pumps and diabetes testing supplies to the latest CGMs like the Freestyle Libre 2 and the Dexcom G6. Arden gets her Dexcoms and her Omnipods from U.S. Med. U.S. Med accepts Medicare nationwide and over 800 private insurers. U.S. Med is the number one distributor for Freestyle Libre systems, the number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash, number one fastest-growing tandem distributor, the number one rated distributor in Dexcom customer service satisfaction surveys, and they are proud of the white glove treatment that they offer their customers. 
usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. And that 888 number is special just for Juicebox podcast listeners. Now, if you decide to go to the website, it's super simple. Here's what it tells you when you get there. Getting started is easy. From the comfort of your own home or office, you can now join over 1 million satisfied customers who rely on our staff of courteous, knowledgeable, and trained U.S. Med customer care representatives to keep you up to date with your medical and diabetic supplies delivered right to your door. Super simple benefits check. Name, phone number, email, zip code, and then just hit the button that says request a free benefits check. It's that easy. Let U.S. Med take care of your supplies so you don't have to worry. I, I don't know why I haven't thought about that in a long while, but um, my, my, my wife, she, she blames herself and also she blames me because uh, uh, she thinks that uh, we could have um, done something, some things different in order for this not to happen. What do you she mean, like that- not take the baby somewhere or... I don't know what, what, like, what do you think could have, I mean, what does she think could have been done or has she not shared it with you? Um, the, the first years of parenthood were, were, were a difficult time for, for us because we're young parents and uh, we feel that we could have done some things different. We could have been there more for him. We could have uh, uh, gone in more vacations, or I don't know. It's, it, it's this. Is, is it kind of? Um, is it sort of just this nebulous feeling that there was something you could have done, but you don't really know what it is, and you just feel badly for not knowing what that thing is. Uh, I, I don't think it's that nebulous because we also had some discussions in the house, some fights, and there was maybe some uh, lack of emotional support on my side for her during her uh, her motherhood. And she feels that uh, this might have had an impact on his health and might have um, um, made him... Um, like f- stressful? Yeah, stressful. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, listen, you're a boy. You're only as good at this as you can be. <laughs> and then it takes a while. It takes a while for you to figure out how to be a father. Much, much longer than it does uh, for most people to figure out how to be a mother. It's, it's, it's much more instantaneous a, a lot of times for women um, than it is for men. And you, you almost have to see, you almost have to see things happen and that require your emotions that, um, Maybe you weren't used to giving in the past. I, I mean, listen, if, if you want my opinion, there's nothing either of you did that caused it. I mean, you have somebody in your family line who has an autoimmune disease, and that just makes it more likely. I, I assume your, your son had antibodies, <clears throat> and he probably, uh, they probably got triggered somehow, a virus or, you know, some sort of an illness, um, I mean, I imagine, I can't imagine that there was enough stress for a two-year-old in your household to notice it, but 
I do understand the feeling that you wish you would have done something. Yes. So and also the pe- people around us, they blame, I mean, they never say it, but in a way they, they hold us responsible for this because they can't imagine uh, how a two years old boy can get such a terrible disease. So it feels so people from the outside who don't understand how diabetes works just assume that you must have done something wrong. There's just that assumption. Yes. Yeah. I think that happens pretty universally, honestly. Um, people who don't understand diabetes just, I mean, in their minds, it's an old person's problem. And then when a chi- it happens to a child, they just figure you fed them wrong or, you know, who knows, took them on a. Uh, you know, a ski trip to Chernobyl. I don't know. You, you know, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what they imagine, but um, it's just not the case. You know, I mean, I, I was, I was a stay at home dad to Arden. I was with her every day. Um, she did not have a particularly stressful life. And I was very careful with what I fed her and where I took her. And, you know, she was still diagnosed when she was two as well. Uh, I think it was just going to happen, you know, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that you guys can get past that um, and and let it go because, I mean, it's not valuable and you're certainly not going to figure it out. I see. Yeah. Um, and so you guys still split care now, your wife during the week, you on the e- in the evenings and the weekends? Still going like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am uh, I'm the one who is bold with insulin and she's she's less bold with insulin. And we, we sometimes we peacefully fight about this. <laughs> well, I, I we did that in my house last night. So don't, don't <laughs> I I was upstairs working and um, the girls were downstairs. My uh, my daughter is um, finishing up applying to colleges. This is her her very last college to apply to. She applied to like ten of them. Um, she wants to go to fashion school and she applied to the top ten fashion schools in the U.S. And um, she's already been accepted to most of them, but she still wants to make this this final application. And they're downstairs working, working, and I think they left one room and went into another, and somehow, I don't know what happened, she got away from her phone and lost the signal for a CGM, which you know with Loop, you know, then her blood sugar started to go up, and then she got reconnected. And I noticed, and, you know, later in the evening, I said to my wife, I was like, how could you guys, like, be together for two hours and no one thought about her blood sugar and my wife's like well i thought you were looking and i said well you know you were with her i just i assumed you were and we 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 went back and forth a little bit about it it's i don't think it's very uncommon to uh have those conversations when your kid has type one uh yes you know not it's not great when does uh or has he already begun school does stefan go to school or will he start uh, he's currently going to kindergarten, but uh, since this is his first year, uh, he is most of the times he's sick, he gets the cold or the flu, and he's most of the time at home. And um, the kindergarten is close to home. My my wife uh, leaves him there, and she goes uh, at lunch to Bolus for the food he's eating. Mm. We were thinking uh, to... Um, to switching to Android APS since we could uh, remote bolus for his meals, but uh, it was difficult. She had to learn a new 
program so we we decided to go on with loop no one at this it's going fine yeah it's going fine at this yeah. moment oh, yeah, yeah i imagine it is we, you, is there anyone at school we, could, who's we can we, sorry we, no. we can also use the remote overrides in case he needs more insulin and it's okay at the moment yeah you is that through night scout yeah 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 i i do that too still i did it last night um you know it it's not it's not a perfect answer but you can get by with it you know there there yeah. are definitely times i've seen arden be stressed out at school or something and i can't reach her and i'll like push her basil up temporarily um and it does it does help um but what i was going to say is there no one at the school who's willing to be involved or is that just not how this works I, I don't think uh, they are ready at this point to take this task on because um, they're still they're they're still learning about the app and uh, but they they might uh, bolus him at uh, some point in time. Yeah, maybe you'll find the somebody people there. Yeah, would save her the trip. It's not far though. You're saying for her? Yeah, it's not far. It's a five minute walk. And do you do you work from home or do you do you go to a place of business? No, we used to work from home in the in the first part of 2020, and afterwards uh, they decided to to remove this option. So I I have to go to work every I day. I see. My wife's getting ready to go back to the office, and if I can be honest with you, I'm a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> I want everything to go back a little bit more like the way it was. She's been working from home. It feels like for two years now. Um, and it actually, it actually might be coming up on two years. Um, and it can be stressful. Oh, I think people just need to get out and move around a little bit. You know, it's, it's not, it's not great to be able to get up in the morning and walk 20 feet to the place where you're going to sit back down again. And, you know, it, it often keeps people working for too long and, um, it's good to miss people a little, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've run out of things to say to each other in the middle of the day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully that'll all work out. I think they're starting back like two days a week and then they're going to try to move it forward from there. So having said that, they've been saying that for the last seven months and it keeps getting pushed off, but she's supposed to go back uh, a week from yesterday. So I, I'm, I think she's excited too. I'm making it sound like I'm the only one that's excited, but I, I think she she'd like to go back to work as well. Um, they're they're putting this off because the number of cases is still uh, big. Is the, yeah, the every time the... every time they plan for it, something happens, and and then there's something with the building and something with services, and then it was Omicron, and you know it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And she said to me the other day, "I'm going to go back on Monday." And I laughed. I was like, no, you're not. You know, there's no way that's actually going to happen. But but hopefully it will. Um, we'll see. Now Arden uses our, our our second car to go to school with. So we're I think I'm going to be the one left without a car. I think I think my wife's going to drive to work and Arden's going to drive to school and I'm going to be stuck in the house by myself. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I see. Yeah. But Arden's off to school, you know, in the fall. Uh, and she won't be taking a car with her, so I think we'll be okay. Uh, what is the um? What's the what's the um? Diet like where you are, you know, is like what are common meals that you have? 
Uh, I think we have a, a, a meat-based diet in Romania, but uh, one can also eat uh, Mediterranean, Mediterranean or vegetarian. I, I don't uh, think the diet is very different from the American one. I mean, in the in the cities, in the cities, because we have McDonald's and KFC, and also people can eat fries with a steak at lunch. Right. Are, are there many processed foods, things that come in boxes and bags? We have those. We have we have a lot of processed food, but one can also eat uh, from the green grocers and can go to the farmers market and get some fresh product. There are a lot of options. Okay. We. We mainly cook uh, in our home, but we also buy from uh, restaurants or fast food sometimes because I don't want to restrict him. Hmm. Is it? Do you find it easier to to bolus from things you make at home? Generally, yes, but because uh, we use recipes that have been tested and. Uh, we know how his blood sugar will react to those uh, ingredients. Are you, um, wow. What do I want to ask you here? So do you know how to manage diabetes without the loop? Like, like what would happen if it just like disappeared? Would you be okay? Or do you think there'd be a learning process again? He was on pens for one year, so I, I could manage him with pens, mm-hmm. although I never got to understand how the long-acting insulin works. I never got that. I knew how to bolus. I understood the boluses, but um, I, I always felt that there was something um, not quite right with his uh, long-acting insulin, and okay. uh, that thing I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Levermere really lasts for twenty four hours, so you were probably yeah. I've, I've I've listened to your episodes in which you you said it's good. It's a good idea to split the do- doses, but I never got to do that. So okay, you got but, away from it before that before you tried it. Yes, man, it's probably yes. smart. Um, do you get out of loop often? Do you ever open the loop and make and manage on your own? Uh, not really. Only if we have a. Uh, problems with the site or if he sometimes when we put the pump on his belly he strips it and uh, during sleep mm-hmm. and the he and the, the program thinks he the, the pump is on his skin and we get a lot of insulin on board and afterwards i have to open the loop in order to correct his blood sugar right are there people but, Oh, but I, I should do that more often. I should test his basils, but I never, I never get to to do that because at night, if he is stabilized after his evening meal, I am relieved and I'm happy and I, I can go to sleep. So, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to want a basil test overnight when when you can get a good night's sleep for sure. Do you yes. have people in your extended family who understand this? I mean, can you can you, can you and your wife go to dinner by yourself or something like that or or do you not have anybody to help? Yeah, it's my mother. She 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 knows how to interact with the application with a loop, and sometimes the p- protocol is that she has to call us and tell us what he is eating, and afterwards we can make a guesstimate of his carbs, 
mm-hmm. but in the the last times she she decided to to use it on her own she introduced the carbs she thought were necessary and she took control of the app wow well that's great i mean it's just nice to have a, a break are your parents um are you both your parents together and living yes yes yeah. they're living and they're in the same city D- does your father have, Bucharest. does your father have any understanding of it at all I think he saw that uh, my mother can use the app and he is happy with this situation. <laughs> I bet I would be. I, I'll tell you, I'd be thrilled if somebody would figure it out and take it over. <laughs> give it, give me a bit of a break. Um, are you planning on having any more children? Um, I wish we he had a, a brother or sister, another sibling, but it's difficult. Is it difficult? We, we cannot... Good. It's difficult to take to, to make this decision because we don't know if the next child will will have an autoimmune disease or will have diabetes. It doesn't feel it, it's a it's a risk, right? It feels like it's, it's a risk, and and also because of the costs we are currently having uh, with uh, these supplies. If the supplies were provided by the state, maybe the decision would, would, would not be that difficult to have another child. I understand. Yeah. Um, y- you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not something you think about often, but that, I mean, you just said that it made a lot of sense to me. You're, you're putting out money that would go towards feeding another person or clothing them or sending them to school one day. And instead you're, you're paying for these supplies and yes. yeah, it's, it, it would be a leap to make. Do you think you're more worried about the money or the, prospect of another child having an autoimmune issue i think both of the things worry me because let's say he the next child can also have another uh, another they can have have diabetes and uh, that would mean that wouldn't be so difficult because we know how to manage it but it would be it would be difficult money-wise because we couldn't uh afford to buy supplies for two children and have a normal life and have uh, vacations and all, all of the other things mm-hmm. people uh, with with children that don't have diabetes buy or enjoy where where do you go on vacation when you when you leave we go in the mountains because we have mountains here in Romania we can also go to the seaside black sea or we can go to, uh, to in Greece, in Bulgaria. That sounds nice. My children bother me to go to Greece constantly. That's the place that everyone wants to go. Then they're all, they keep reminding us that they're graduating. My daughter's graduating from high school. My son's graduating from college. Um, we want to celebrate. We want to go to, and then they both say Greece all the time. Um, do you think that's it's probably? Nice? It's probably a lot cheaper for us because we can go by car. It's uh, we can drive ten hours, and we are we can. You're there. Enjoy a, ni- a nice. Well, hey, let me let me ask you a question. Greece. If you had to fly across the Atlantic Ocean to go to Greece, would you do it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me to find a place in Ohio. <laughs> go go for a little ride. <laughs> How that would be wise. <laughs> well, 
I'm the one who's always like, I think this sounds like it's expensive. (laughs) We're going to spend that much money. You know, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. That's just what they talk about all the time. So we'll, we'll see what happens. There's some of, sometimes Arden says France and sometimes she says Greece. And I don't know if we'll ever do it or not, but, um, it was good to hear from, from somebody who can drive to it, that maybe flying to it wouldn't be worthwhile. Um, I forget what I was going to say. I had a thought in my head about that. Have you ever been to America was my question. No, unfortunately, I haven't been to America. I wish I could uh, go there sometime it, in it, my life. Yeah, it would really be interesting to you to do. Yes. W- what's your understanding? Especially since I, I've seen a lot of American movies and uh, American shows. and I've read American books. It would be interesting to to see the real thing there. Do you think you would, do you think it would be disappointing if you got here and you realized it was a lot like Romania, but with newer buildings? Not, no, I don't think I, I would be disappointed because I, I am conscious that America is a lot of things and there are a lot of uh, different people and different geographical areas. And yeah, I, I would like to see more. It's not America. the same. It's not the same in all of the American States. It really is. A, it's very different. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. Romania is probably, gosh, not even the size of one of our, I don't know, like medium sized states. I would want, I would imagine. Um, yeah, that's, that's really something. How about anybody in your family have, has your mother, your father, or do you have brothers and sisters, anything like that? Anybody been here? Actually, my, my, my wife, she has been to the U S during her student life she she took on this uh, work and travel option and she 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 worked there during her um, summertime and she also got to visit some of the some of the states in the u.s wow that's how long ago was that Um, maybe 10 or 11 years ago okay I'm seeing, I looked it up. It looks like Romania is about 70% larger than Florida at, just by um, square kilometers. That's interesting. Um, I, I, that might not be interesting to you. It's interesting to me. I feel like, you know, um, Arden, for example, is looking at a school in Georgia. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to go visit that school. Um, so that she can get a good look at it. And we're talking about driving and it's going to be like a 12, 13 hour drive for us uh, just to get from New Jersey to Georgia. And uh, I see, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to even consider. We're thinking maybe we should fly and, but we wanted to drive and kind of turn it into a little trip. So we're trying to figure out what to do, but I don't know. It seems exciting to me to be able to drive from one side of Romania to the other in a couple of hours. That that seems better. Um, I wish I I wish I had that kind of proximity to the things that were were important to me and around me. What um, I was going to ask a different question. Uh, is there anything that I'm not asking you that you wished we were talking about? Um. Not really. I had some notes for the show, but then I decided to to talk freely with you. I, you invited me on the show, and uh, I wanted to to offer this view for somebody from this part of the world because there are not so many episodes with people outside of the U.S. And 
No, I, I, I think, think I am. <clears throat> go ahead. Go on. Sorry. No, I was. Gonna uh, th- I, I think I am using um, the, the same things people on these international groups are, are using, and my my only desire is to have these options officially here in Romania. Yeah. So I, I enjoy your, your show a lot because it's. Uh, uh, not only for the things I learned from it, but also for the um, therapeutic side of it. How so? What What about it is therapeutic for you? That there are other people that are confronted with this, and it's nice to listen to their worries and desires and the solutions they find to the different problems in their life. Because it's difficult to discuss uh, diabetes with people that don't have it or don't uh, manage it for other people that have it. Right. They cannot understand it. Does your wife listen to this at all or is it mainly you? No, no, she doesn't listen because she doesn't have the time. No, it's it's just interesting because mostly when it's one or the other, it's 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 frequently it's the 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 wife over the husband. But I didn't think she did. I was just wondering. Um, and you And you like that that interaction between uh, just a vo- you know a faceless voice out in the world that has pretty much every one of your problems and every one of your challenges and issues these other people have as well you can't meet those people anywhere else and when you go yeah to it's conf- with- it's comforting to comforting to listen to people who, when i do the dishes uh, at night uh, and to listen to people that had the same problem as i did during the day and after a botched bolos and when I am sad and worried, it's, it helps me to listen to the mm-hmm. podcast. So, um, when that happens, describe the sadness for me. Is it concern for your son or do you feel like you failed? Where does that hit you? Oh, I, I know that he will not uh, be in any kind of danger. Uh, in the short time, but I am also I am all, always thinking about the, the long game, about the longer term consequences of this disease, and I I don't know what will happen because I want to have stability in the blood uh, sugar levels, and uh, sometimes I, I feel out of control, and I don't know what will happen in the future. How I will be able to to pass on this knowledge to him at some point. Would you be willing to tell me how this process over the last few years has changed you? Because I, if I'm listening and paying attention, you were maybe more um, uh, classically a guy when maybe before you had kids. And now you're a person describing doing the dishes and worrying about the future of health so has there been a big shift in who you are over the last couple of years? Uh, I don't think I, th- there has been a big shift. I I became even more worried, but uh, fundamentally I am the same person that is uh, that likes control and that, that likes to have a, a grip on things. Mm-hmm. So you... Um, it's, but uh, I was indeed more relaxed in the past and... But, Less so now. Sergio, me too. <laughs> I was definitely, more, <laughs> I was definitely more relaxed before diabetes as well. Um, 
I, I said to my wife last night, I was, she's like, what are you doing? We were laying in bed and I was like, I'm rubbing my back. And she said, why? I said, well, it's been hurting for 15 years. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to get ahead of it here. Um, which I'm sure some days is stress actually. Um, but okay. So it's, so for you, it's, it's the the feeling of being out of control is not comfortable for you, and the feeling of the unknown for your son's health is not comfortable for you. And these were not things that you were feeling prior to diabetes. No. Okay. Do you see that as a livable way to be, or is it something you think about trying to work past? Uh, I have come to accept some of the things. I'm not so worried now when I see uh, a, a high blood sugar, something over 180. I try to dose more insulin and take care of it. And I'm not so worried, but uh, I, I think about the moments he will be in school on, or when he will be a teenager and... Uh, um, my my wife my wife she she thinks this is a very important aspect uh, his uh, emotional well being and um, uh, the 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 way he will be able to accept this disease because uh, uh, it's not enough if we take care of his diabetes now but we also have to make him uh, think uh, in the right way about the diabetes in order for him to take care of this disease when he'll be on on uh, his own. Well, I can tell you there's some things you can't get prepared for. Um, yesterday, I watched Arden uh, messaging with a girl who they both might end up at the same college and they start talking about rooming together. And I asked Arden afterwards, I said, did you tell her you have type one? And she said, yeah, I, I don't want it to be a surprise to people. Um, and I had to say to her, I was like, you know, some people may be scared of that. And she's like, I know, I just, you know, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to get dropped on them at the last second. So I'm telling people when I'm having these conversations and I wasn't sad about it. Like she, she handled it really well. It would have been nice if that wasn't a reality for her, but at the same time, you know, she, she assessed the situation and, and she did what she thought she was, you know, she shot, excuse me, what she thought she should do. Um, but later in the evening, after we went to bed, her blood sugar started to get a little low and I, I had to help her. And I, when I got back in bed, my wife's like, are, why are we letting her go to college? Like, how's this going to work when she's, you know, not here. And I have to admit, I still, one of the things I'm working out, I'm, I'm not sure either, you know, but all, all I know is that hundreds of thousands of other people with type one diabetes go away to college and, you know, far and wide, they're okay. So there must be an answer that, that says people figure things out, you know, you, you get what you get and then you find a way to live with it. And for the most part, you know, that does work out for people. So I just kind of keep the faith that, um, answers will show themselves as time passes. I see. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. hopefully your son will, uh, will have that same experience. You know, yes, it's terrible to worry about things that may never happen. And, and that even if they do happen, you might not have much sway over to begin with. Um, but I know how you feel. 
And uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't say you shouldn't feel that way. Wow. Um, cool. How are we doing, by the way? Is this going well for you? Are you enjoying this or are you like, oh, this guy's boring in person? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's going great. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. Cause you have, you have, a, I don't <laughs> you're, are you nervous? Uh, yes, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also have a, I'm, a, I'm going this, uh, cold or flu I'm having and it's uh, a little bit difficult to. Oh, talk. I, I didn't but, realize. But I'm, yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's we, no, oh, well, it's not that bad. And I didn't want to reschedule the because <laughs> my schedule is terrible. And if you would have res- if you would have rescheduled, your son would have been in second grade by the time we talked. <laughs> I, I don't know if what this would have meant. I didn't check the the the, the next available slots. It's uh, September, I think. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> it's probably the, the the best decision, the the, the, the good decision I've well, made. Well, not since, to reschedule it. Yeah, since it's um, what is today? April Fool's? No, what was I going to say? Groundhog Day. <laughs> what was I thinking? February first? I think it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? That that might not. I be. don't know. We we don't we, we don't, don't have that. that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm wrong about that. Groundhog Day is tomorrow. Not that that matters okay. to you, but um, yeah. Wow, it's February first, and yeah, you couldn't have gotten back on the schedule until September. Yeah. So for people listening, rescheduling, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yes. <laughs> Unless you've got time. I have had interviews with people that take place 18 months after they reached out eventually because they'll have to reschedule a couple of times, which is fine. Like, I don't mind. It just slides forward in the schedule. But I have put episodes up with people who I've spoken to, you know, over a year prior and sometimes longer. Um, it's a good They're very loyal to the show. I always think that, oh, I always think like, wow, you really like, I mean, if you made me plan something next Wednesday, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can do that or not. That seems so far from now. But yeah, people do it. And uh, I don't bug them. And they're always here. I I turn this thing on uh, almost every day. And there's someone on the other end. Uh, I'm very grateful for that, actually, the loyalty. Um, and, And the concern to want to build on top of the show, which I think is really what you're doing. You're trying to you're just trying to put a building block for somebody else to hear. Uh, so I'm, I'm very yes, and, and also the, the the podcast empowered me to help some other people that uh, were using um, Omnipod and Dexcom. And um, sometimes we on this uh, local group we have here, uh, somebody needs a, a Dexcom sensor, and uh, we can somebody else offers to sell one. And I got to sell a few sensors because they were having some problems with their shipping. And uh, we discussed about the management style and about the supplies we use. And I found out they were using Omnipod and Dexcom. And I told them about Loop. Uh, The first time uh, I sent to them the documentation and uh, I told them once more, the next time we, I got to, to sell them some sensors. And because they were uh, they were afraid to try it, I offered to help uh, them with Loop. Although I know this is uh, contrary to the sp- to the spirit of Loop and to the because one has to do it only on one's own in order to get it right. But I helped them, and they they are managing it uh, okay right now with Loop. 
That's very kind of you. I And I understand the idea that people should figure it out on their own, but I have to be honest with you. If I had to figure it out on my own, Arden wouldn't have it. I don't, I, I know, I mean, you, what you said earlier about how clear and well-written the documentation is, you're a million percent right, but my brain doesn't work that way. Like, I just, I don't know how to tell you. If I look at instructions, I don't even read them in order. I just, my eyes dart around for pertinent information and I just, I don't know, there's something wrong with me, but I don't, I don't think, I mean, maybe I could force myself to do it, but it would not be easy. And by the way, is it, uh, is it anxiety or you, you, I don't know what it is. I don't, even if I look at a recipe, I just look at the ingredients and I know there's like, there's, you know, like do this first, do this second. I have a hard time even looking at that. I just like to dive into things. I open up a box. I don't care about the instructions. Um, it, it's a, it's not, I'm not impatient and it's not laziness. I just, I don't know another way to say it other than my brain just doesn't work that way. I think that's why I, I think that's why I'm I'm good at talking about diabetes because it's not, if it was segmented or bulleted, you know, I, I would be the worst person to, to sit down and read through, you know, a list of 10 steps you were supposed to take. I can't, I can't do that. Um, you know, while you were talking earlier, it made me think, and I looked and in the, in the, in the pretty recent history, I have 5,000 downloads in Romania. I'm huge in Romania. This is very exciting. <laughs> I don't. Is it a few? Is it a very little or a lot? I don't. Well, well. It's, I mean, for you know, listen, for an Eastern European country where you know, I I would think it would be pretty unheard of for you even to figure out that I exist. Uh, that's a that's a fair amount. It, it really is. Um, it, it pretty pretty comparable to Saudi. Um, I'm looking around here, Russia, India, the show's really picking up in India over the last year. Um, I'm noticing more and more listeners in the Facebook group who are from India. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, once you get into Germany, France, uh, the numbers jump up significantly United Kingdom. It's actually pretty huge in the United Kingdom. There's hundreds of thousands of downloads in the United Kingdom. Um, yeah, because they're also, they're already English speaking, yes. Yeah, they can probably make a little more. I probably don't, do I sound, do I speak quickly for you? No, you, you speak very fine. I um, can understand you, because, but I don't have the, the practice of uh, speaking English and that's why my my English is not that good. But uh, I we consume a lot of English uh, speaking products here in Romania. Well, Well, I have to say, I don't agree. I think your English is great. Like I've heard you like slow down to find a word, but now that I understand you're sick too, I don't even know if that's what you're doing. So, um, no, I, I have no trouble understanding you or, or keeping the conversation going whatsoever. Um, yeah, I just never would have imagined you, you may be my, my emissary in Romania. I appreciate this. Do you tell people about the podcast? Uh, not really because, uh, I, I don't know. I never got to, to tell anyone about the podcast hmm. because I don't think p p people here are podcast listeners in general. And I feel that, uh, like uh, this podcast is a niche uh, thing. And I don't know if they could uh, 
listen to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. The you know, it, it has a very American vibe to it, and uh, I think people have to be accustomed with American culture in order to to start listening to it. Well, just to say that in that part of the world, I did not expect to have many downloads. And to be perfectly honest, I don't except in Romania. That's insane. I just, I've never really looked at it before. And now I'm looking at them. Maybe, like, may, maybe uh, those are my downloads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you. I don't think you could have listened that many. You didn't listen to the show 70 times over. Did you like the whole thing? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh well, I've listened to most to most of it. I have the I am up to date with the episodes. Oh. I think I have uh, ten or less than ten episodes. I have to listen to. Oh, that's because you put you put out a lot of episodes every week. I am prolific. <laughs> yes, you are very prolific. <laughs> listen, I got ads. You understand what I'm saying? I need a place to put them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good thing. Yeah, it really is. It's um, uh, unexpected. I guess is the best best word for me to use. Um, I didn't think, you know, I, I asked Omnipod, my gosh, uh, you know, eight years ago, almost, I was like, I need you to buy an ad on this podcast so I can tell my wife it makes money so I can do it. And, you know, they gave me a, a very little bit of money and bought an ad and, um, it was incredibly helpful. So I, uh, you know, that's what got me started. I never imagined it would be so popular that it would, um, that it would do this actually last night as the, as the, the month ended, I looked at some numbers. I'll share them with you. I have no one else to tell about this. I just keep it for my own, uh, edification, but, uh, the month of January, 2021 had more downloads by a hundred thousand than the year 2018. I see, which is, which is insane. And the last three months, had more downloads than 2019. So, and uh, the majority of uh, these downloads come from the US or they come from over, all around the world? Yeah, overwhelmingly they're from the US, but then places like Canada, uh, Australia, United Kingdom, those are my next strongest uh, downloads. Um, it, and it's picking up in other places, picking up in Japan, like I said, India. South Africa, uh, it's fascinating where, 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 where people find it. You know, I just, I just interviewed a boy, like a 17 year old kid from Ecuador recently and, um, he listens. So, uh, it's, it's getting there. Hopefully one day people will talk more freely about it. Um, but I, I still think the problem is sort of what you brought up earlier is you don't know anybody really who has diabetes that you could speak to about it. It, it makes it that much more difficult to share because, you don't meet people who who would be interested, you know. I, I mean, I I've, I know the the people in the local uh, diabetes group, but uh, I it, it would be difficult to recommend them the, the podcast because this uh, this seems like a personal, a very personal recommendation to make. Certainly, and uh, yeah. Plus, they probably hate me, and then that then they they're looking at you and wondering why you like you're listening to this you know then they start judging you i understand what's going on don't worry you don't want to be you don't want to be embarrassed by me i hear it i feel like we're dating <laughs> uh i don't think that it's that but they, they most of the time they are looking for some uh, fast advice or some uh something quick. website they can read some information and uh 
the podcast the podcast uh, takes a lot of time in order to to understand it and to to make the most of it yeah, yeah it's a, I, I agree it's a it's a commitment but i think it pays you back um from that commitment too on, in a way that just reading an article or or hearing a little bit of information maybe can't enrich you as much so I, I listen i'm thrilled that you reached out and i'm so glad you found the podcast this has been incredibly enlightening for me talking to you um i want to make sure you don't have anything else you want to say before i say goodbye but i really do appreciate you doing this yeah it's been great scott well i hope you uh, uh i hope you'd feel better as well i i felt i feel badly that you're sick no it's it's going away it's it's fine I just wanted to thank you for the podcast and uh, for and for the opportunities that it uh, g- gave me to help other people with uh, loop and uh, with managing uh, diabetes for their children. Well, it's my pleasure. I I um I appreciate that you listen. It's uh I I hope you can uh I hope you can understand how uh kind of fantastic and strange it is to learn that there's somebody you know, in Romania, listening to me talk about diabetes, it's, uh, it's certainly unexpected, uh, when, when I get these notes. So I, I really do appreciate you telling me, or I would never have any way of knowing. Yes. Thank you. Please tell your wife. I said, hello, even though she doesn't know me. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know what I did when I asked you one question, uh, when your son's a little older and he starts involved, getting involved in sports, what would the, uh, what would be the sport of choice where you live? Uh, the sport like, of uh, choice af- here. Athletic, I think yeah. it. I think it would be uh, soccer, as you call it in uh, the U.S. Mm-hmm. But I'm not such a big soccer fan, so maybe he could go swimming or riding a bicycle. Gotcha. There's yeah. no, um, no soccer big- is the the national. Uh, sport you know what i mean yeah. i have it you're right um it's just there's so many options here that that people choose from and I, and I was wondering you know like there's is there baseball where you are no no, no nothing we like don't that. have baseball in romania or in europe i don't think it's that big right cricket no no, no. that's india that's just just pretty um specific to india I mean, from from my knowledge, yes. We, I don't know anybody who's playing cricket in Romania or in Europe. You know, now I mean, that, there might be clubs, but but uh, it's not a big thing. Yeah. See, now that you're soccer, saying that. tennis, uh, these are big things. Right. Cycling. Cycling. Yeah. I I realize now that you're saying that that I see men playing cricket all the time, but now I realize they're all Indian. So, yeah. I guess now I'm thinking about. It, I've never seen anybody, but but Indian men playing cricket around me. But I just, we just have such a mix of people that you, you just kind of get accustomed to it. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I never considered that those guys uh, weren't uh, mixed very much. That's interesting. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing all that with me. I really do. Sure. Yeah. I wanted to, to tell this funny story because I, I helped that family with a loop mm-hmm. because they were, they were already using Omnipod and Dexcom. And afterwards, I somebody requested some help on Loop. They weren't uh, using Omnipod. They were only using Dexcom. And uh, because I was very excited from the first time, I got this very positive feeling from helping them. I did, decided to help this family. And I 
I send them the documentation. They try to to build the app and they didn't uh, manage to do it. And afterwards, I decided to go to to drive to their home, uh, two hours uh, drive. Uh, they never used Omnipod before, and uh, I installed the pump on uh, on their son, who was a teenager. But in the same time, I was I was uh, feeling very strangely because uh, it wasn't quite right. But there was not no no one else to help them. Yeah. And, uh, the, the the father of this uh, teenager was a cop, and he was <laughs> looking suspiciously at uh, suspiciously at me, doing all those things. I, I was working on uh, on my laptop, trying to build their night scout and the, the app, and and uh, they were looking at me at the same time. But I managed to do it finally, and they they were re- relieved. Yeah, well, they were probably very grateful, and at the same time, thinking who would do such a nice thing. You know, it's uh, yeah. I, I've had that experience, by the way. I've I've um, there are a couple of people local to me that I've helped, and and I have been in people's homes, and it's it's uh, it, it is a different feeling when it's not somebody you know at all. Um, I I can uh, I can understand completely what you're talking about. Well, this is really nice of you to do, and you got a lot out of it too, huh? It it felt good. Yeah, it felt really good, especially because I know it will make a difference in the long time. You know, more stable blood sugars and lower blood sugars, and this can mean a lot for a child and a teenager. It certainly can. I get to feel like that every day, but it's very exciting to hear that somebody else gets to feel that way because I know how I know how personally valuable it is, honestly. And then, and I, I would, I would uh, have never. Th- would have done it without uh, listening to your podcast. I would, uh, I would never have had this courage to, to talk to people and uh, to tell them that we can do this together. We can b- b- build the, the loop app, and yeah. Oh, that's that's extraordinary. I appreciate you sharing that with me very much. Thank you. Wow! Yes. Now you touched me at the end there. I didn't expect that. I uh, I feel like I was in Romania helping somebody with loop. Although you were. <laughs> You were much better suited to do it because if I showed up with a laptop, I'd be like, I don't know. I got to call a guy. (laughs) I don't know know how to do this. Um, Wow. Thank you so much. A huge thanks to one of today's sponsors, InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Head over to InPenToday.com to get started with the InPen. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and links at juiceboxpodcast.com to InPen, US Med, and all of the sponsors. And speaking of US Med, you can get your free benefits check at 888-721-1514 or by going to usmed.com forward slash juicebox. Getting your diabetes supplies shouldn't be difficult. And don't forget to check out Touched by Type 1 at touchedbytype1.org or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to check out the private Facebook group for the podcast, Juice Box Podcast Type 1 Diabetes. It is free and it is private. Go over there, meet other people like you, ask questions, or just lurk around and see what other people are talking about. Most other podcasts want you to pay to be in their private group. I would never ask you to do that. All the information you want, all the interaction you need, Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes on Facebook. 
I want every aspect of this podcast to be valuable for you and free to you. Everything you need to know about the podcast is at juiceboxpodcast.com. For instance, say you're looking for a podcast player, but you can't find one. It's at juiceboxpodcast.com. You're looking for the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes, but you don't know where they are. Juiceboxpodcast.com. Also, by the way, diabetesprotip.com. Anyway, that's the website. Check it out. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.